0: Welcome to Fold and Share Theology. We're your hosts, Justin Mercier and Bruce Pagano, and this is theology for everyone. Hey, everyone! Welcome to Fold and Share Theology. I this is not a normal segment. Uh, this is not a normal episode. I wanted to get on and kind of explain real quick before we go into ash wednesday which is tomorrow um i recorded a instagram live video and posted it on my instagram tv that explains kind of what's going to happen so this 10 minute segment is really just an invitation to you um to join me um bruce this coming ash wednesday for the season of lent and uh and I'll explain it here in the audio to follow this. So it's going to sound like um, audio from a video. It is. And I just thought after I shot it, that it'd be beneficial to put it on the podcast. So enjoy and hope that you'll join me. Thanks. Hey, everyone. Um, It's been a while since I've, um, I think, probably done a video. And I've been really focused on the podcast, Folding Chair Theology. Uh, with my man Justin Mercier. Um, I've been focused on just some um, continuing education for my counseling practice Um, but I got hooked up with these guys um, over the last couple months um, and we've just been having some really good conversations about where the church is at and really it's a lot of stuff and and when I say where the church is at I, I primarily mean the the American Church, and more specifically the Evangelical Church, of which I'm a part. Um, as far as ident- identifying with uh, any religious organization, specifically, I think I've routinely and historically identified as an Evangelical Christian. So, um, yeah, but I, you know, I get hooked up with these two guys, and we've been just talking about. Just a ton of stuff there's been so much in the news um, that's that's worth talking about when it comes to the church um, from the um, the insurrection that happened on January 6th over two months ago the um, Ravi Zacharias news um, and if you're not familiar with him google it it's his ministry just put out a report that's just horrific and um, gut punching and Um, Filled with sexual abuse and assault and, yeah, anyway, um, to the um, impeachment that just happened and um, the acquittal of uh, former President Donald Trump um, to... QAnon and just just so much to talk about when it comes to us as a church. And so as we were talking, I'd I'd already been feeling um to racial issues have been a huge issue over years and years and years. And and kind of I feel like a lot of people uh, have agreed that it's come to a head with the death of George Floyd last year. And um and so we were talking through this, and I'd been feeling like man, there there's Over the years, I've really struggled with the idea of uh, repentance in in those areas, um, especially because the way that we're dealt uh, teaching on repentance is that uh, we repent for things we're responsible for. And then we talk about generational sin and stuff like that. um, And we, by and large, reject the notion that we're called to repentance for those stuff, uh, for those sins and for those things. Um, and, and, and I grew up in that vein with that mentality that I didn't commit that sin. I'm not responsible for that sin, but I'll, but I'll work to make sure that that doesn't happen again. Uh, I don't agree with it. And so I've really struggled over the, over the years. Um, I've had good friends, um, call us to repentance over, racial injustices that the church has been either complicit in or compromised on um, over um, sexual sins and abuse of power in leaders and and I've gone to people in those instances sometimes not non-christian you know people who aren't Christian and said hey like I, I had a, a black friend that I, I went to and was like hey do I need to repent do I need to be sorry for the way that we've handled racism Uh, like do i do i need to accept responsibility for those guys back there that you know in history that did it and i've had friends tell me on both sides um but i but i had one friend tell me no i just need you to not want that to happen again and to to be vocal about um how we move forward and what you're doing to make sure that it doesn't happen anymore like that and so i kind of rested on that and and I just, over the last few years, I've not been okay with that. And I've been really wrestling with the idea of repentance um, for generational sins, for past sins of our, of our leaders and fathers, and for current sins of our leaders and fathers and mothers. Um, but mostly fathers. It's always, <laughs> not always, but it's mostly guys. Um, anyway, so, so I've come to this point where repentance um, we talk about how repentance is changing our mind and going the opposite direction. And so in that, I don't think we need to accept responsibility um, for things other people did, as if we've done them. But but we can be repentant in that the acknowledgement of those things as sins and our um, desire to change our mind and to move in a direction that's opposite of those very intentionally um, but that first comes with acknowledging that those were sins, and they have molded um, d- the way that we see church, and the way that we conduct church, and the way we conduct ourselves as Christians. And and so through that conversation, um, we, um, I came to this point of like, you know, one of one of my friends said, uh, Ben Kramer, smart dude, go follow him. I'll put his link. His handle anyway said you know i wish this season of um lent that is coming up here in a couple days would be enough that the church would take an opportunity to to lament and repent of of these sins that have historically plagued us and that have really molded us to approach people and and issues in a very specific way that's not helpful that in fact's hurtful and damages our witness as Christians. And so I'd already been mulling that over and him saying that felt like confirmation. So this Lent, starting this Wednesday, February 17th, Ash Wednesday, I'm inviting you to join me in a season of repenting and uh, of lamenting and repenting because I don't think we understand lament very well and that we haven't been taught how to do that as a church together. And so the first step towards repentance is the lament that the sin has broken our heart the same way that it breaks God's heart and pushes us and pulls us toward Him, um, and so laments necessary a necessary element of repentance, and we see that in King David when he's called out about Bathsheba, he laments his sin before God and then and then takes action to repent of it. And so repentance is useless if it doesn't move, if it doesn't have the ability to invoke. Um, an action in the opposite direction of the offense and sin that we're repenting for. So starting this Wednesday, I'm going to enter a season of lament and repentance. Um, I will, um, you know, I'm going to fast at various points. I think the the course of it, I'm going to fast one thing. And and then every week, there's going to be a topic um, that we're going to work toward um, repentance in and I'm going to provide a, um, a, a scriptural reading, a reflective question um, and then um, I'm going to also um, uh, provide some resources for that material and I think it's an opportunity for us as a church to be unified around some really important issues and I'm going I'm to tell you this, some of the issues are going to rub you wrong. They're going to get at you and you're going to be like, no, I don't believe that. And I would just ask that you explore that with God and let Holy Spirit kind of walk you through that. And so the first week the first few days from Ash Wednesday to the Sunday of the first week, we're going to uh, lament. And we're going to um, just spend some time grieving and in sadness um, for Jesus's bride, the church, and our acceptance um, and ignoring of issues that have um, plagued us as a community to hurt other people and to um, to hurt our witness for Christ. And so some of the things that we're going to spend five weeks after that um, um, repenting of are the church's complicity in racial injustices, um, m- misplaced allegiances or idolatry, and um, And that one's going to hurt some people um, because one of the things that I feel and that that people I've talked to feel really important about is the idolatry of Donald Trump and not him as a Republican candidate, but him as the Christian candidate that was going to bring the church salvation of sorts. Um, And we've made him an idol and there's nothing he can do that um, that will break that support. And that's wrong. Um, Also, Christian nationalism one week and then enemy making the other week so talking about making refugees enemies and the lbgtq community (laughs) enemies and so and then the last week the week six will be a turn towards celebration and um and the expectancy of jesus's return and the celebration of his resurrection so all the information will be at brucebagano.com and i'm just inviting you to join me thanks Thank you for listening to Folding Share Theology. You can follow Bruce on multiple social media platforms at bpags2, as well as Justin Mercier on Instagram at justinmercier13. Additionally, you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram at Folding Share Theology. Until then, keep unfolding God's Word each and every day.